Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, guys, it is Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. That's where my buddy Mike Bryant practices. He specializes in personal injury law. And here's what I have learned. If you, God forbid are ever injured in an accident, it is so important to have someone like Mike on your side who's going to fight for your rights. I've watched him argue a case for a motorcyclist who was hit by a bus. This guy, he knows what he's doing when it comes to presenting a case for recoverable damages, not to mention for pain and suffering and emotional distress. Here's the deal. If you or someone you care about is ever in a situation like this, Do not forget the name Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Don't do anything before you talk to an attorney. What you should do is just set up a free consultation. Seriously, you got nothing to lose by doing that. Uh, He can identify your damages, calculate how much your case is worth. This is going to provide you with a lot of insight and save you a lot of trouble. You'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. All right. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Mike, you just ruined the rest of the show for me now. (laughs) Sorry. Mike just had a dirt alert where he talked about it's Fat Bear Week. Hold on. You have to do the rap horn. (laughs) All right. I want to meet the bears. Okay. Uh, They're doing this like um, bracket style. Yes. Fat Bear Week. All right. Let me look at Chunk. Oh, Chunk is great. I'm going to find Holly now. Got to go back. They give you like a whole bio on them. Chunk is a large adult male. With narrowly set eyes, a prominent brow ridge, and a distinctive scar across his, across his muzzle. Even at his leanest, Chunk carries substantial fat reserves, especially on his hindquarters. All right, let's find Holly. 435. Number 435 is Holly. Okay, looking for And some him. of them don't actually have names. They just go by numbers, which I find very offensive. <laughs> Name these cute bears, all oh. of them. Holly, Holly was super skinny. Yeah. And then just becomes a chunk. Yeah. Okay. That's real fun. That's super fun. I'll do that in my spare time. Yeah. Thank you. Steve, you're talking. Um, Steve talking. Oh, hello. 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 Oh, hi, Steve. Oh, I had so much witty repartee that you guys didn't get to partake We missed. In. Oh, sorry. Um, there is a salmon cam. And this is interesting because it's obviously an underwater camera that they show and bears trying to get the salmon. And sure enough, you do see, first of all, salmon swimming upstream, which was already interesting. You saw all these other fish doing the right thing, and then these salmon going upstream. But, boy, you see these uh, these bears walking in the water. Do you know what I mean? So their head is above water. Yeah. And they're just walking upright like human beings. That's sort of a scary thing to see. But also fascinating. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. You damn right. Wow. We should get a bear. What okay. are we doing? Uh, trying to stay alive, basically. Yeah, you know, mm. still occasionally people do get mauled. That is still a threat. Yeah. And it's really freaky when they start appearing in, like, the cities. 
Yeah. Not cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a there was a Chaska bear a few years ago. Dog bear. Yeah, oh, and then fun. it endangers their lives, you know, because sometimes they have to shoot them. Thank you. We'll post the details on how to vote on them. Okay, oh great. <laughs> great. I think I just saw a platypus swim through here. <laughs> Does what? a platypus have like a long like a like a rubber looking tail? Or is that a beaver? That's a beaver. I just saw a beaver. Beavers are pretty interesting looking too. Oh my gosh. I tell you what, seeing these bears swim, not a pleasant situation here. It is fascinating, but there is a a real scariness to it. They can swim fast or they can walk through like your dad does to the middle section of the pool. That's what it looks like. They're just they're walking when they swim, they swim fast. Golly, Donna. All right. Are you going to be able to overcome this? I will because they pay us to be here, but I'm just letting you know that I I would rather be just looking at more live cams. Late night was back in full force last night. The hosts of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Tonight's Show with Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Late Night with Seth Meyers. They were all expected to have something to say about the writer's strike in their monologues, and they didn't disappoint. We've got a couple of montages. You want to hear some of the best jokes? I would. All right. I am so happy to be back in a room uh, with my writers, everybody. I miss my writers so much. So happy, so happy uh, to see them uh, this morning. I will admit by lunch, I was a little over it. Um, (laughs) But now the writer strike is over with a new contract that includes protections against AI, cost of living increases, better pay, better pay for streaming. Plus, thanks to the picket lines, my writers got fresh air and sunshine, and they do not care for that. In case you've forgotten, my name is Jimmy. I've been off the air for five months. We've been gone um, so long. We've been gone so long, The Bachelor is now a grandfather. (laughs) It took five months to reach the deal. Yeah. The stalemate finally ended when the studios realized we've got to end this now or it's another three months of watching Suits. It's cute. It's cute. That's fun. I I was going to tell a joke, but I think there's there's some more clips. Do you want to hear The Kansas City Chiefs played the New York Jets, and for the second weekend in a row, Taylor Swift was at the game cheering on Travis Kelsey. And if you took a drink every time they showed Taylor on TV, you're in your hangover era. (laughs) A man was denied entry to a Philadelphia Phillies game last week after he tried to bring his emotional support alligator. Not because of the gator, but because Philadelphia has very strict laws against emotional support. Right now, the most popular show on Max is a British dating show with full frontal nudity called Naked Attraction. Everyone's British, so the bodies are nude. It's the teeth that are blurred out. And that's- uh, oh, my God. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> the teeth are blurred out. Come on, Donna. That's the best joke. And a little offensive. Oh, who cares? I mean... Come on. Oh, please. That's funny. You know. That's good. Stereotype. That's fun, right? That's, 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 that's what was the joke you were going to tell in between those oh, montages? Oh, no, Colbert was talking about how they don't like um, fresh air and all that. He's like, they just wanted to be back in their joke holes. And I just thought that was a cute <laughs> thing. 
that they missed. All right. Oh, that's good. All right. I'm glad everybody's back. This is good. And now, you know, hopefully the actors soon enough, they they return to the negotiating table with all the big brass. Uh, tomorrow, after taking a day off, I guess to stretch, maybe they're they're hammering out some details in their respective corners today. I think that's good. Also, saw a quick little thing on uh, the Mattel CEO, Yanon Kreese. Oh, I love his work. Talking about the new Barney movie that they're working on, and he said, "quote It will not be an odd movie." Barney, the big purple dinosaur. There's a movie that's going to be happening here. Uh, Mattel obviously struck gold with the Barbie movie earlier, uh, there there was an executive who said that the Barney film was going to be surrealistic. We're leaning into the millennial angst of the property rather than fine-tuning this for kids. It's really a play for adults. Not that it's an R-rated movie, but it'll focus on some of the trials and tribulations of being 30-something, growing up with Barney, just the level of disenchantment within the generation. However... Now they've come out and said, like, don't worry, this is not, this ain't going to be, like, weird. It's not going to be overly odd. So, but maybe maybe self-aware is how they're, the approach that they're going with Barney. So Barney won't be, maybe it'll be a little bit more like Barbie and a little less like Paw Patrol if you're taking, like, a children's entity. Right, okay. So maybe a little, but, but, but maybe not full Barbie, I guess, is what they're saying, walking it back just a little bit. Is this something you would see? I might see this. Did you see Barbie? I haven't seen Barbie yet. What is your problem? Waiting for that to come to... Uh... A streaming service near you? Yes, that's exactly right. Right. Um, I feel obviously very anti-women when I say that when you have seen it, but last week Elizabeth hadn't seen it and Kelly hadn't seen it, and I felt much safer confessing that I had not yet seen Barbie. I think that's okay. But I saw Oppenheimer. Guys, that was three hours in a movie Well, yeah, you took one for the team. I don't see another movie until I think November is what my doctor said. So, you know, it's every now and again that we do that. But I'll see it when it comes comes home. But Barney, I might, because Barney, I would watch Barney as like a 10-year-old, aware that I was a little bit too old for it, also aware of the cheese of it. I remember that was a time as a child I was becoming aware of cheesiness. And I was already smoking a pack a day. (laughs) (laughs) She's telling the truth, everyone. (laughs) This is New Jersey. How many of you know what cocaine is? (laughs) All right, we'll take a break. We will. When we return, uh, oh, this is kind of fun. We have some few studies. We'll see what we can get to. We'll start with, Donna found uh, a, a list of the subtle reminders mm-hmm. that you're getting old. You this could add to home. the list, by the way, if you want to. Okay, so we'll dig into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Simple, transparent, affordable. That's what they like to say over at Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Who's they? It is a uh, family-run business led by Lisa and Verlin. They used to be in the full-service funeral business, and then one day they're like, you know what, this just doesn't feel right. It seems like so many people these days, they just want a simple cremation for their loved ones. And then to go have uh, an end-of-life celebration that makes sense for those loved ones. And not, you know, kind of a big fancy funeral home type thing. So they decided to start Crescent Tide Cremation Services, where simple cremations start at just $800. You can make little add-ons if you want. You can have a small visitation. You can have a fancy urn. But they're not going to try to trick you into that. They're going to talk you through each step of the way, and everything's going to be right there in black and white. Uh, My mom went in and decided to do a prepay, pre-plan. So when it's her time, everything's going to be buttoned up. 
Uh, but that's not all they do there. You'll see if you look at their Google reviews, how they come through for people in that time. Check them out today. Oh, hey. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. And where we are study buddies. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Are you biting your arm, Donna? Am I biting my arm? What? Oh. I have an itch. And I'm, I'm used to having one of those little scratchy things. The camera froze. Let me show you where it froze. It froze as you were... She had one hand behind her back, like if you were doing a tricep or trying to scratch your back. <laughs> but she had another arm lifting it up, trying to push it back a little further. Yeah. And there was a, like, uh, stretch face, so it looked like you were biting your bicep. Oh, that's funny. Would have been fun. Yeah. No, wow. you know, um, I've got almost all my mobility back in my arm. Thank you to Tria. But I can't quite flip my hand around to scratch my back. Thank you for asking. Hey, this is a great lead-in to what we're about to talk about. Subtle reminders that you are getting old. If you would like to add to the list, you are more than welcome. You could give us a call. 651-641-1071. Excuse me. 651-641-1071. Nice. Here's one. When the trendy clothes from your teen years come back in style. Check. Mm, Yeah. When music you used to party to starts playing in an elevator. Check. Yeah, I was just, I was just mini golfing with the kids the other day. And I heard uh, they just had like so many classic rock songs and 80s songs. And I told them, I was like, guys, the music here is so good. (laughs) And they did not meet me with. Yeah. Any kind of an expression about that. I heard Green Day playing in an antique store. And I was like, (laughs) why is Green Day in an antique store? And then it went to a commercial break and the station identified itself as a classic station. And I'm like, oh my. Yep, yep. When you listen to the oldie station and you're like, what? Okay, here's some more. When you are watching an old sitcom like, I don't know, Full House. And you realize you agree with the parents more than the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely check. Or when you realize you are older than the actors. Right. I am older now than Mr. Belding was when he started on Saved by the Bell. Right. That's a tough one. It's, yeah. When you have to keep scrolling and scrolling to find your birth year in a drop-down menu. Honest to goodness, Check. now I feel like I'm, I'm spinning the wheel on The Price is Right. Yep. I'm just let the cursor go. <sighs> this is depressing. When kids start calling you ma'am or sir. Yeah. Yeah, check. When you catch yourself making up, I'm sorry, when you catch yourself making, getting up and sitting down noises. Almost every time for me. Bummer, man. How about when you haven't seen someone's kids since they were like six and now they're like 26? (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one. Even when you haven't seen kids like from the time they were six and then you go four or five years, they can look totally different, mm-hmm. and it's just, I forget kids' names, too. I mean, I have friends who have kids, and I'm like, let's run down their names real quick before we go <laughs> over there, just to be safe. How about when a celebrity pops up in an ad, and you're like, I have no idea who that is? Yeah. How, yeah. how about when you... Uh, 
come across a photo of a celebrity that you really liked as a kid. And then you realize they're ancient now. Or they've been dead for decades. Right. (laughs) What's he in recently? He died in 1988. Wow. How about when you're worried you might throw out your back just from coughing? <laughs> uh, you got anything you want to add, Steve? You know, I do a thing when I, um, I I'm a groaner when I get up, when I sit down. I'm just a noisy little fella. I think Lou will catch me groaning at random points. She's like, "Are you? Do you hear yourself? Are you doing that on purpose? Or do you hear yourself?" And I don't hear it. When I go to put the seatbelt on, I I have to now. I'm reaching with my right hand to get the seatbelt. And honest to God, now that I think of it, it might just be too much, you know, thick muscle tissue. But I always, I'm just trying to figure it out. Oh my God, you're impossible. What I do is I reach up with my right hand to get it, and I like hoist the my elbow up with my other arm just to reach it. That feels like an old limited mobility kind of a thing. Hmm. Let's see what the callers have to say. Who do we have, Miguel? It's Stephanie here. Hey, Stephanie, how are you? I'm great. How are you and Donna today? We're doing really well. Um, what is it that makes you realize, okay, I'm not exactly a spring chicken anymore? Well, I think Jason and Alexis say it best in the mornings, the laughing and leaking. <laughs> yep. And, and the sneezing and the coughing. Yep. The, I, the list goes on and on, but once you're over 50, it happens. you got to buy the pass. Peeing, Steve. Yeah, I hear leakage, that. Leakage, leakage. Yeah, no, I was thinking of my own leakage. Stephanie, thank you for the call. Thank you for listening. Um, I have a leakage problem. It's a different sort of a thing. It's if I bring, let's call him Hank. Mm. If I bring bring Hank in a little too early, do you know what I'm saying? But then he's like, oh, still got a couple more drops here. It's kind of like when you get the take the gas pump out after you filled up the car. You're calling... Like your body part, Hank? I was trying to Okay, just... pick a different name. That was my cat's name. I don't like that. <laughs> I was really... All right. Hank. Hector. Okay, Hector's fine. All right. And if Hector comes in too quick, then there can be leakage afterward, which is a disappointment. Because you don't shake it off enough? I guess so. Okay. Yeah, and again, it's like a gas pump. Like, have you ever taken a gas pump and put it sure. back in the nozzle without dropping gasoline on the floor? I don't think I've ever come back in and have it be totally dry. And what's really embarrassing is if I wear the wrong pair of shorts, it can bleed through to the shorts. And now here I am at the gymnasium wiping down the crotch of my shorts in the bathroom so oh, that I can walk out there without no. looking like I wet myself. Oh, that's unfortunate. Let's go to the phones. Mm. We've got Lisa on the line. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the John and Steve experience. What is it that's happening in your life that is reminding you you're getting a little bit older? Well, I have a couple. How about when you're out and about on the weekend with your family and friends? This is terrible. But all you have in the back of your mind is you can't wait to get home and put pajamas on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and go watch Netflix. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No shame oh, in that. Wait to get paj- or you have your reading glasses. You're looking for them everywhere, and they're on top of your head. Yep. Have we done that? Yes. Oh, yeah. We've done that. you guys. We have done that for sure. thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. Boy, she's efficient. She said goodbye to us. I love it. And we've got Alan on the line as well. All Alan, right. How are you, big dog? Hey, buddy. Doing well, doing well. How old are you, Alan, by the way? Take a guess. 
Uh, I'm going to say you're 36. How about you, Donna? I'm going to say you are uh, 32. <laughs> 25. 25. Oh, oh, you're so mature, Why are you calling Alan? us to tell us how you feel like you're getting older? You're 25. Well, when I first started listening to everybody on my talk, uh, everybody was in their prime. So now hearing you guys talk about being old, I know I'm I'm going to be there soon. That's it. That's All it. Right, Alan. Alan realizes he's getting older basically because he hears how old we're getting. Thanks, <laughs> What a Alan. gut punch. Thanks, 25-year-old hey, Alan. Alan. Hang up on yourself. Thank you. All Bye right. now. <laughs> game, game, game next. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Talk is fun. Fun. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I'm not the only one who's had success on this program. I'm looking at a big sheet here of listener testimonials. I've been reading them day by day. Let's have another one here today from Chris. Chris says, I've struggled with keeping my weight in check my entire life. Tried so many different programs. This one was by far the easiest, most simple program for me to follow in terms of the time that it takes in preparing my foods. It's actually more sustainable for me. The simplicity is beautiful, and the app was also quite a bit more helpful to me than I would have imagined. Chris, I feel the exact same way. I lost about 25, 30 pounds in just two months on the MNFatLoss.com program. I just weighed myself in this morning. I'm still right where I want to be. I'm down about 20, 25 pounds from where I was March 15th. If Chris can do it and I can do it, you can do it. It all starts with a free consultation. You can do it on the phone. You don't have to miss a day of work. Check them out today, mnfatloss.com. X81. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want, with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and final stretch on the Donna and Steve show oh on my, my God, talk 107. Oh Everything entertainment. I like this guy a lot. His stuff is cool. Who, who is it? Who, who do you is? think it is? Okay, give me a second. Okay. Oh, yeah. this is okay. Hang on, hang on. I got it. This is Teddy Swims. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the kind of country that I like to listen to. Uh, nope. It's uh, also a fabulous dessert. <laughs> okay, okay, hang on a minute. Peanut, uh, peanut butter. Jelly, jelly roll. Here you go. Jelly roll. Um, have you heard Teddy Swims on Instagram? You no. thought I was making that up. I did. He's really very good, and he's got one of these kind of voices, too, where you're just like, what? A little, uh, you know, Chris Stapleton vibe. Yes, very gravelly, a grovel. Gr- Gravelly. To grovel, though, is to sort of complain. Oh, maybe it is gravelly. But gra- and that's what it sounds like. Many of them have swallowed gravel. Yeah, it yeah. has that cool They're sound. Good. It's like that that you know, southern rock, alternative yeah. country. Did you hear how I tried to work gravel into my voice there? Yeah, it was pretty lame. Hey, welcome back. Mm. This is when you used to be able to just smoke your brains out and then to get a well-paid radio career just because you sounded like this. Hey, what's up? It's more talk radio. Your thoughts on the president? Go. <laughs> <laughs> now we don't get any of that anymore. Oh, it's it was great. Yeah, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna, let me ask you a question. I was just posting a podcast. Everybody, thank you so much for your patience yesterday. None of the podcasts went up. None of the show it didn't get recorded. Was so recorded in a way that we could put them up. So many emails on it, and we're sorry. We've got you know people from Nebraska checking in. We've got local people checking in. Well, we have our Canadian friends. Okay, Donna. All right, I've made that part up. Anyway, um, we were. I was putting up the podcast for hour one for today. 
And I was looking back at what we talked about in hour one, and we were talking about the Lady Gaga thing, not having to pay the dog nappers the reward for turning in the dog that they dog napped. Anyway, here's a uh, pop quiz for everybody. I got it wrong. Will you? Even though me telling you that I got it wrong is a little bit of a hint. Spell dog napper. Uh, D-O-G-K-N-A-P-P-E-R. That's exactly how I spelled it, Donna. Mike spelled dog napper. That's how I would have spelled it. All righty. What if I told you it's D-O-G-N-A-P-E-R, dog napper. Oh, that's surprising. Like dog napper. Because I'm thinking like kid napper. Is it spelled that way, though? I think we're all going to effort right now. Oh, wow. That's how kidnappers spelled. Never knew that. Wait. Yep, it, it is yep. kid. It's kid and then N-A-P-P-E-R. No, kid. N-A-P-E-R. <gasps> oh, Never realized no, that. Oh, guys. Kidnapped. Wow. Kidnapped and kidnapping have two Ps. The idea of me being kidnapped. No, there's no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. K I D N A P. Yeah. I thought you were putting in. There was an E at the end. No, but if you go kidnapper, it's K I D K I D N A P E R. Are you sure? Yep. Yeah. No way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about that? Nope. It says kidnapper. Well, hold on. Hold on. Guys, hold on. Get off my case. I'm on it. I want to be on it. Mm. Mm. Is there an alternate pronunciation or alternate yeah, I, spelling? I think you could spell it either way. And All that right. is usually when Webster or Miriam, one of the two, bows their knee and says, you know what? If enough of you bozos Idiots. are going to misspell it, fine. Alternate. So according to to um, kidnapped.com, according to dictionary.com, uh, kidnapped is wow. with... Mike's homepage. <laughs> oh, God. Kidnapped is with two Ps. Or it says also kidnapped with one P. Kidnap. Mm. It says, and it says kidnapping can go either way as well. Okay. So it sounds like it could kind of go either way. But the official spelling is with just one P. 60% of my thoughts as a child were how to avoid getting kidnapped. Mine too. And presumably, I always thought it was going to be an old woman with white hair. That was who I profiled in my town growing up. Oh, because like elderly the women witch. with white hair. You know why? Because they're like evil in a lot of Disney stuff you know you're probably right about that you know the wicked witch with the apple yeah gray hair people say oh make sure you check your candy after you know trick-or-treating yeah because you don't want a razor in your apple and who do you picture who do you associate the apple with a woman with long white hair i helped you eighty dollars please should we force (laughs) women to dye their hair after a certain age is that what you just said for the betterment of children. Anyway, I never did get kidnapped. Kidnapped. Oh, that's nice. And I told the story once that the lady who I was terrified of saw her one day, ran home crying. I was supposed to go to the bus stop. Saw her, ran. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I just dodged getting kidnapped. A little while goes by. We are knocking, knocking at doors, fundraising, fundraising. Go to one person's door. Knock, knock. Who opens the door? The kidnapper. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And Scooty and I were there. But sure enough, she brought us in. She bought whatever we were selling, she probably hoagies. In. I wouldn't you know, go it was in like, her oh, house. Come here, boys. Sure. I'll show you. Don't ever go in someone's house that you don't know. And then I went in, and then she filled stuff out. She had a nice little kitchen, and it was fine. And, and the kids who were there downstairs, they seemed like they had adapted really well. <laughs> no, but she was great. She was nice, and she bought hoagies, and it was good. You know what? 
This is why I love coming of age stories like The Sandlot that you suggested I watch. Yes, indeed. Because of the imagination, you know, kids thinking, oh, don't go over there. That evil woman lives there. And it turns out it's just a very sweet person. I wonder what character you play in your neighborhood, Donna. Not that one. Oh, really? People, no, people come running. Kids come running when I pull in. When I get home, they're like, hi, Miss Donna. I'm like, hey, guys, get your bike off my grass. <laughs> there was a day that I pulled in and my girls were like surrounding the car. And sometimes I'm like, guys, can you like let me pull into the garage without running yes. anybody over? Yeah. And then I, so I open the door and I say, what? And then my eight-year-old was like, oh, I just wanted to give you a hug. And I was like, mm, that's my bad. That's Aww, my bad. That was grumpy sweet. dad. I said, I learned it from old cranky Aunt Donna. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's rock and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it cannot be. Steve is holding his dog, Rex, right now, who is adorable. Please let me watch him. Okay. Please. When are you leaving? <laughs> Problem is, like, holidays were gone at the same time. Yeah, I wish you, um, I wish, yeah, you skipped Christmas one time. You going home for Thanksgiving? Uh, no. Oh, that's too bad. You just want to watch him over Thanksgiving, though? Yeah, maybe. Right, maybe. Oh, I hear his little nails. Time to get those trimmed. If you could hear him on the floor, it's time. Cheers, what hey, up, big Brian. B dog? Going down. Wow, just putting out that nasty stench. Ew, that's weird. Ew, <laughs> so, that was so gross. Sorry, Donna. Uh, thank you. He's not here. He's at home. All right, okay. Um, we don't have much time today. Lucky for oh, you. Too bad. Soup, broccoli cheese. Oh no, it's broccoli and cheese. What do you got that's to fun. eat? What do you got? Uh, I got uh, stir fry chicken teriyaki or spicy beef. Oh, nice. Did you say yeah. stir fry? Stir fry. All right. Good with that? I'm good with that. Except you don't eat rice or beef or sauce. (laughs) I'll do it without the the rice. I'll just do the veggies. He knows you so well. This brings a tear to my eye. I know. Me too. It's going to be a box of vegetables. (laughs) Totally. Raw. All right. Bye, Brian. Bye, Brian. Bye, everybody. We love you all. Bye, Steve. Okay, see you, Donna. Bye, Mike. I'll try not to break a hip. Yeah, good luck at Pickleball.